0: Today's podcast is a solo episode and it's going to be a bit of an ask me anything mixed with just sharing some of my favourite things right now with you. So before I get stuck into it, today's episode is brought to you by one of my favourite things um, which is Nutra Organics and their lover's latte. I have been a massive fan and customer of Nutra Organics for years now. I'm sure you all know the drill. If you listen to the podcast, you'll know I came across Nutra Organics very organically just by chatting with a fellow mum when one of my little boys was in hospital. And ever since then, I mean, the the boys are what? They'll be eight this year and he must have been maybe three, maybe even younger um, when this Happened. And so I have been using Nutra Organics for years and years and years. And I absolutely love that I now get the chance to work with them in this capacity where I can support their products and they in turn also support the podcast. Nutra Organics have this amazing latte and it is called the Lover's Latte. And I will talk to you about why it's called The Lover's Latte in just a moment. But first and foremost, with the weather getting a little bit cooler lately... It is so nice to have a warm, chocolatey drink that doesn't make you feel sick. (laughs) I don't know about you, but like a hot chocolate for me, like a traditional hot chocolate, I always end up feeling a bit yuck afterwards. Whereas the lover's latte, it's rich and it's decadent, but it's satisfying and you don't get that sickly feeling after it. So, Nutra Organics have a whole range of products and they have a collection of lattes. They've got a matcha latte, they have a turmeric, they also have like a beetroot one, they've got their Luna latte, but by far my favorite is the Lover's Latte. And so, as I said, it is a chocolatey drink, it has maca. Damiana, Damiana, okay, I'm probably gonna butcher the pronunciation of that, but Damiana, um, it has horny goat weed and tribulus. Now these are stimulating herbs that have been used for centuries to boost mood and increase desire. It is a cacao and carob mixture to create the perfect harmony of rich creamy and indulgent chocolate. But it's also rich in antioxidants, and unique flavonoids lover's latte contains no sugar No, added sugar, I should say. And it's sweetened naturally with monk fruit. It has less than one gram of naturally occurring sugar per serve. So that is the Lover's Latte. And the whole idea with this product is it was designed to awaken your desire with the indulgent fusion of cacao, carob, and those arousing herbal blends that I mentioned earlier. It really is nourishing and delicious. So definitely try out Lover's Latte. It smells beautiful. If you like the flavor like of carob, it really does have that kind of, um, I don't know, that carob's such a unique flavor to try and describe that profile. But I know that when I open the Lover's Latte, I'm like, oh, I love the smell of it. And I just have it with straight boiling water. Sometimes I'll add like a little bit of oat milk if I've got it, but it's just really nice. You could even add a teaspoon of it to your coffee or a smoothie as well. So that is the lover's latte from Nutra Organics, I do have a discount code which is Kylie, all in capitals, Kylie15 and that will get you 15% off the entire Nutra Organics range. So I will pop the link in the show notes and that code again, Kylie15 to save, jump over, have a look at their products and definitely grab yourself a bag of the lover's latte. Okay, so before I start answering some questions, I wanted to share with you a few things that I'm really, really loving lately and I wanted to share these because I love when I get recommendations and these are genuine like 110% things that, you know, my girlfriends and I are talking about right now. So the first thing that I want to share with you is actually someone else's podcast and this is a podcast that has gotten me through the last couple of weeks and i have been like i'm i am do not know if you can hear but i'm smiling while i talk about this podcast because it has made me laugh out loud when i've had you know not not the best of times you know when you're going through kind of difficult stuff in life but you need that escapism and Yeah, you just find something really funny, and it's like, oh, thank goodness. Like, thank goodness I can still tap into that. And so, it is a podcast, as I mentioned, and I came across this podcast via someone else's podcast who recommended it. And it is called Sentimental Garbage. Now, some of you may already listen to it. Sentimental Garbage is a great podcast, but in particular, They did, um, and when I say they, it's Carolyn O'Donoghue and Dolly Alderton teamed up to do a run of episodes. I want to say there must be eight episodes and they're quite long and it's called Sentimental in the City and it is these two wonderful women who are hilarious and they've got such a great banter, like listening to them. You feel like you're in a car on a road trip with two of your best friends or you're, you know, you're on a night out and you're having a real laugh in the bathroom, that kind of camaraderie. You can feel that they have that rhythm. And so by osmosis, just listening to it, you kind of feel like you're in. And so they have done a series of podcasts, Sentimental in the City, and it's all about exploring. And this is the way they frame it the great American novel that is Sex and the City so it's a fan podcast and they look at each season of Sex and the City and they're very heavy on themes so they talk about the theme of each season and it's super light but it's also got depth to it and it has brought back so many fond memories of Sex and the City for me and re-watching it now, because after listening to the podcast, I was like, yes, like I forgot about that character. I forgot about that dynamic and re-watching it now as someone who is in her 30s is so different to when I first watched it. You know, like I can remember my parents watching Sex in the City when I was in high school. And then when I finished high school, you know, one of my girlfriends, Laura and I, we would watch it all the time but it just hits so much differently when you're kind of in the same actual age bracket as the women on Sex and the City and they like Dolly and Caroline talk about you know how Problematic some of the Sex in the City episodes are. And there's definitely, you know, a lot to be said. Even recently, when I spoke about Sex in the City on my Instagram stories, a lot of the feedback was like, oh, Carrie's terrible. She's the worst. But this podcast is so enjoyable because they go back over the seasons and it's kind of like they just pull out the highlights or the lowlights of the season and unpack it. And you can really see why this series landed so well I mean it landed so incredibly well with not just women with men as well but in particular there are so many like I don't know poignant topics that can be brought up in conversations and dynamics and whilst you can't always relate to a lot of the extravagance you can relate to a lot of the core issues and these episodes I have just so enjoyed listening to them as I said, it made me nostalgic. It's made me go down the rabbit hole now of re-watching Sex in the City, which I'm so loving. But just the lightness that this podcast has brought me over the last couple of weeks, I wanted to share it with you because I know a lot of you listening, you know, you might be a mum, you might have young kids, you might not be getting out and connecting with your girlfriends as much as you want to. And just listening to this chat, I don't know, it brought me a lot of comfort And I hope that you enjoy it as well. So tune in and give that a listen. So that's my first favorite thing that I wanted to touch on because I found myself when I was listening to it, like whether I was cleaning or out and about in a walk or driving or whatever, like properly laughing out loud and really just enjoying it. So it's called Sentimental Garbage, but go to the season where it's sentimental in the city. Start with it season one and give it, I reckon, 25 minutes at least before you make a judgment because for the first 20 or so minutes, I was kind of like, eh, you know, but then I was hooked, properly hooked. So give that one a go. That's obviously completely free to listen to. Highly recommend. Really enjoy. Next, I want to share with you. Oh, I want to share this brand with you because I recently came across them on Instagram And I placed an order from them. They're an American company, but they were just really, really lovely. And I really like their stuff. And so you might have seen lately, I've been wearing a lot of kind of oversized sweaters and it's from a company called L&M, spelt E-L-L-E-N-E-M-M. So L&M, but spelt out. I'll put this in the show notes as well. And how did I come across them? I can't remember whose page I was on. I was on someone's page and I saw this super cute tie-dye jumper and it says walking on sunshine and it was tucked into a pair of one teaspoon shorts and I was like straight away, that's an outfit I really like. So I jumped over and had a look, fell in love with a few of their other sweaters, fell in love with a sweater, that's where I'm at in life, um, and placed an order. So they've got really cool tops. I just like them. So I wanted to share that with you. I got the tie-dye one, a dark kind of, would you say it's dark? Maybe you'd say it's bright it's green and it's a, like a tennis jumper and then another gray one which has a zip and it's got bishu bishu written on it and they also do children's one as well so you can match with your minis if you want to inflict that upon your children like I do um L&M and I have a discount code I reached out to them oh they also do rings like gold chunky rings. I'm looking at mine now. And I ordered one with the boy's birthstone and one with my birthstone in it. And I really, really like them. They're just nice and soft. And normally I'm very much all about just supporting Aussie business, but I fell in love with their stuff and they were great to deal with. So L and M, a discount code to share with you for them is Kylie 10, all in capitals. Now this is not a sponsored thing at all genuinely placed an order, genuinely reached out and asked if they wanted to share a code because so many of you asked about my jumpers. Next, um, something that I'm loving. Okay, I've spoken about this business before. Huge, huge fan of this concept, huge fan of this company. And I want to share it with you because I know a lot of you are females. And as females, we have periods. Once a month, we have our cycle happening. Well, I mean forever, (laughs) like it's just ongoing. It's a moving target. Um, and the company is Bare Self Chocolate. Now, they are a subscription chocolate company. So you can arrange to have their chocolate sent to you to align with when in your cycle you most crave chocolate. Now, I love this concept for a couple of reasons, and I'll talk to you about Why? But I just wanted to highlight, this is a company that is local to me. They're in Byron Bay. And I think that this would be an incredible gift for a girlfriend. If you have your sister, your mother, your best friend's birthday coming up or a gift for yourself, this would be a really, really cool thing to gift someone with. So as I mentioned, the company is Bare Self and their product is called Her Chocolate. So, I'm just going to read you a little bit of the information about her chocolate. It was designed specifically to fulfill cravings but support your body's cycle naturally. The herbs infused in her chocolate are Shatavari, Shatavari, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, and Licorice Root, which are both hugely beneficial for women's reproductive health. It is a 70% dark chocolate. And it uses the finest cacao with zinc, iron and magnesium, which our body needs during our period. Her chocolate is able to support you in gaining these vital nutrients. So it has some Ayurvedic properties with the Shatavari, Shatavari, oh my gosh, guys, whatever, let's go with it. (laughs) Just pretend that I know how to pronounce it. Um, And licorice root as well. Licorice root is known as a botanical healer and it has a reputation for its remedial properties that help with premenstrual syndrome and also menopause. But it's also like her chocolate is natural. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free and refined sugar-free. It's delicious. (laughs) That's what I like about it. It's really, really nice, not sickly sweet. The blocks are a good size. They're really like very low in calories because there's not a great deal in there. Like It's not a dense type of chocolate. And I just love the concept because I think that As women, and you know, I've spoken at length about this on the podcast with Dr. Peter. As women, a lot of the time when we think of our cycles, it's very negative. It's not something that we, you know, typically embrace or look forward to, and we have to work with it. As I said, it's a moving target. We have to work with our cycle. We need to know what serves us well. And if you are having those cravings for something sweet, particularly at that time of the month when you are menstruating, you are far better off to reach for something that's not going to make those symptoms worse or leave you wanting more. You want something that's going to satisfy you and you can feel really good about the bare self. Her chocolate, I also just love that you can arrange it so that it comes like a subscription. It's really, I don't know, I like it. It aligns with my vision to help women celebrate their cycle a bit. As I said, it is a Australian company and it is made in Byron Bay. So I'll pop the details for them in the show notes as well. And I do have a discount code again because I reached out to them and that code is Kylie10. Okay, next up, something else that I am really loving right now is, you know, it's, I always love this, but I'm really back on the train of doing this most mornings is getting to the beach to have my coffee. I have been thinking lately about the things that make me feel like me. And I would encourage you to do this, to really think about when do you feel most like yourself? Our days are often filled with tasks for other people or they're tasks for us, but they are things that we just have to get done. But really asking yourself, when do I feel most like me? Is it when you're drawing? Is it when you're exercising? Is it, um, I don't know, when you're doing a crossword, whatever, whatever it is, but just really spending a couple of minutes and thinking, hmm. When are the moments where I feel most connected to myself? And when I ask myself that question, and the reason I ask myself that question is I heard someone say on a podcast, everyone should just do more of the things that make them feel like themselves. And so I was thinking, huh, what makes me feel most like me? And it is definitely starting the day on the sand with a coffee in my hand and watching the sun come up it just sets the tone and you can't help but feel grateful and also really really impressed like just impressed that the sun rises which i know sounds silly but we just take it for granted and so that's one thing that i've been doing lately is making sure i'm getting to the beach on the mornings that i can and i'm very fortunate that i can walk to the beach but it doesn't have to be the beach it could be watching the sun come up from your window it could be a local park it doesn't matter what it is but just yeah finding a way that you can start the day feeling really connected to yourself um yeah that's something that I'm really really enjoying right now the fifth thing that I have been loving lately is a swimsuit that I was sent so I was gifted this swimsuit but I really really love it it is from Kulani bikinis they sent me a beautiful one piece and also a bikini and I really like them both but the one piece in particular I wanted to share here because I'm often asked where people can find a really great one piece and I'm not the expert on this because I've only ever found two one piece swimwear items that I've really really loved and worn consistently and so this one is their clay swimsuit. It's a ribbed swimsuit and I just really like the cut of it. It feels nice on and yeah, I just like it. It's I think because it's ribbed, it's really flattering as well. It's got the nice high cut, but it's not super high cut that you feel really that I feel uncomfortable in it. So I wanted to just mention that here as well. So Kulani Kinis, they did send me a code as well. So you can use the code KylieCamps for 10% off their entire range. The bikini that they sent me is really sweet as well. Um, I like it because it's got an underwire, which I do really, really like in a bikini so that I don't end up getting sore shoulders or anything like that. And they also do matching scrunchies if that's your thing as well. So that's Kulani Keenies. So those are five things that I have been loving lately. The Sex and the City podcast must listen. Love, love, love. The L&M range of sweaters, which has a discount code, Kylie10. The Bare Self Her Chocolate subscription. Definitely get onto that. It is so good. Um, That discount code is Kylie10. The Kalani Kini's Kylie Camps is the code. And just reminding you to really check in with yourself and ask the question, when do I feel most like me and can you get more of that into your day? And so for me, that has been starting the day with the sunrise at the beach. Very, very, very fortunate to be able to do that. Next, I am going to answer some questions that have come through off the back of, I guess, the last couple of episodes of the podcast. So I'll pull those up. And again, I've just taken screenshots of these. I probably should read them thoroughly before I open them on the podcast. So I'm prepared, but we'll just go for it in real time. Okay, let's see what we've got here. Okay, would you leave the Instagram slash influencer world? Yes, definitely I would. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't have any plans to do that immediately, but do I see myself, you know, in 10 years still doing it? I don't know. I love a lot of the platform, but I also, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to be very cognizant and I think in particular, in particular, excuse me, the last few years, of just how important it is to be really, really, really living a good life in real life. Um, if you knew what you knew now in life, would you follow the same path if you had your time again? So if I knew now what I knew back then. So if back then I knew... Oh my gosh, that's confusing. <sighs> Basically, I, I read this question as, do you have regrets? Would you do things the same? There are definitely things I would do differently, but I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that, to be completely honest, because I really do believe that every twist and turn has been for a reason. And I'm sure you've heard me say that, you know, So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoted for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In life, I think that we're always on the path. And sometimes we need little obstacles and things in our way to steer us you know, to keep us moving in the way that we're meant to move. And sometimes those things are really, really difficult and challenging. But they do always, always add, add something to your life that you likely need, which can be very, very hard to process when you're in it. Um, an insight into your professional history, what led you to be where you are today, again, all of those twists and turns, there are so many things that I could never have predicted. You know, I would never, ever in a million years, had you asked me 10 years ago, thought that one of the things I would be most lit up by would be sitting down with a microphone and chatting with a community here for the podcast, but I love it. And that has been like a real, You know, the path kind of led me here, having a Snapchat following and building a community and then realizing that, you know, my Snapchats, you know, they disappear after 24 hours and thinking, okay, I want to find somewhere to house these chats so that they can be evergreen and stay. That led me to podcasting. So um, an insight into my professional history, I have recorded a podcast where I speak about the fact that I left high school before completing high school. I then went on to complete an apprenticeship. I then became a flight attendant. I then moved into the education space. I then studied to become an infant and toddler sleep consultant. I've done some training in the cognitive behavioral therapy space. Um, and there are so many other courses that I really want to do as well. So yeah, I, I have done an episode on that. You can go back and have a listen. What else have we got here? Um, how do you share so much? Without concern of judgment from others, I really only worry about my own judgment of myself um, most of the time. You know, I say that, and of course, I am considerate of other people's opinions when I feel like they have the right, if that makes sense. Like, you know, if one of my best friends pulled me aside and shared something with me, you know, it was giving me feedback or an opinion. That has so much more weight versus a stranger who doesn't know me because a lot of the time if someone has a really strong judgment about me, it has nothing to do actually with me. It's um, something that they're perceiving that has to do with me. I'm highlighting, you know, something that they hate because of beliefs that they have. So that's just well outside of my control and if I woke up every day with the intention to please everyone or not offend everyone or care about strangers opinions I don't know I would never get on with anything (laughs) and I guess like everything in life it comes back to pain versus pleasure and so the pain of you know sharing things online is outweighed by the pleasure that I get from it and that pleasure comes in all sorts of forms it comes in you know, messages from women saying, thank you so much for sharing that. It's made me feel less alone. It's made me feel less insane. It's helped me process something. Um, And there's a really strong feeling of connection when you know that you're part of that. It also comes in the form of being able to design a life I love, you know, being able to stay at home with the kids for as long as I have. That's part of it for sure as well. There are so many different elements to it. One thing in particular that I remember Brene Brown sharing, and I've spoken about this before, so I sound like a broken record, but she has said that she never shares anything unless she's certain that people's feedback isn't going to impact her healing. And when I heard that, I was like, that is a freaking brilliant rule when it comes to sharing things. So anything I talk about and share and put out there. I'm usually feeling pretty secure in knowing that what someone else thinks about it, it's not going to shape how I'm processing. And so you'll notice that there are lots of things I haven't shared. And that could be because I don't want to impact my healing on it or because it's not mine to share. But I guess how I share without the concern of judgment from others is just knowing you're never going to please everyone. And that comes back to the fact that everyone has their own belief system, their own right from wrong system, and it changes. You know, what I thought was a concrete belief for me 10 years ago isn't now. So again, to use the reference of moving target, if my own beliefs are constantly changing, how can I possibly, like possibly please a stranger whose belief is always changing? Um... What's next for the Kind Parenting Company? There are some exciting things in the works. Um, I've got a massive smile on my face actually saying that. Um, I won't talk about them here though because they're a couple of months off, but there are some exciting things happening there. How to find and make new friends as an adult in a new city? Think about the sort of things you would like to do with your friends Think about your own interests and then gravitate towards those things. So if you are someone who is really into health and fitness, join a gym, try a fitness class, go to a boot camp, put yourself in the position to meet like-minded people. If you are really enjoying creative projects, sign up to a pottery class. Maybe it's learning a new language. Just put yourself in the way, like in the way of meeting potential friends that are going to have common interests because, whilst um, you know, you can certainly certainly have friends that have different interests and different views. Part of the glue of friendship is sharing certain values, you know, or sharing um, interests and things like that. So definitely, just think about that. Also, go first. You know, keep the motto in mind go first. Be the first one to smile. Be the first one to start a conversation. Be the first one to say, hey, I'm new here and I don't really know anyone. But if you ever feel like going for a coffee, this is my Instagram account or this is my phone number. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. You may also find some online groups could be a really good way to kind of put yourself out there safely first, you know, maybe joining a local mums group online or, uh, you know, if you're not a mum, whatever whatever it could be, there are online group online groups, excuse me, for absolutely everything. Um did going through a separation show traits of the other people you never knew they had? Yeah, of course. Of course, absolutely. Um if your male friend was to come back and say he made a mistake and he wants you back, question marks, no, like firstly, that's not going to happen. And secondly, no, um, no, just, just a simple no on that one. I'm kind of like, oh, do I extend on that? I don't think I need to, but I will just say that in exploring attachment styles, It's very, very clear to me how different our attachment styles are. And it certainly worked well when we were together to a certain extent. But in moving forward and looking to the future, I really want someone that can attach a little bit more. Um, Yeah. Biggest lesson you've learned through heartbreak, whether that's breakup or divorce, Hmm, there are a lot of lessons that I do wonder if I should record a whole podcast episode on this. I think I have in the past. I think I've done one called Gifts of a Breakup. Sometimes I can't remember the shit I've talked about. <laughs> um, the biggest lesson that comes to mind right now is that it all unfolds the way it's meant to, you know, and you just can't force anything. I think that's probably the biggest one. Um... Did you complete any training on how to talk? You are so easy to listen to. No, I haven't completed any talking training. (laughs) Oh, I struggle. I'm a waffle. I definitely, no, no talking training. I just speak slowly. I think that's all it comes down to most of the time. How do I remain calm and grounded amongst the chaos? Um, Exercise is a really big anchor for me. That's like my thing that I do for myself that's consistent, that I really do feel grounds me. Also, just breathing exercises. And I know that when people say, oh, breathing and meditation, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, stop with the woo-woo stuff sometimes. But really, box breathing helps me so much because I have a tendency towards disassociating when I'm struggling at times or freezing. And when I freeze, I hold my breath like I literally... (laughs) like I just stop and I don't know what to do. So really focusing on slow breathing, counting my breathing helps a lot. Gratitude as well. And again, I know you're probably like Ugh, eye roll, give us something more tangible. But gratitude is so tangible and so practical. A um, little practice I've always done, which is it's kind of a stoic practice is to really think about the worst case scenario. So I will allow myself, and this is not for everyone. For some people, it would cause um, crippling anxiety to think about this, but I allow myself to think about the worst possible scenario. And for me, that would be if something happened to the boys or if the boys didn't have me around. And when I think about that, and just for like a couple of seconds allow my heart to drop into imagining that all of a sudden you realize how good you've got it you know if I just think for a moment like how how broken I would be if I lost my boys or if something happened to them you know just drop into it for a second and then go oh thank goodness thank goodness they're whinging and driving me insane and they're here in real life um that is a practice that really keeps me grounded what else have we got here um Hypothetically, if you, <laughs> hypothetically, definitely, um, if you fell pregnant again, what are the chances of having twins again? When I had the boys, my obstetrician told me that the type of twins that they are, and guys, I'm not a doctor just repeating what I was told, but the type of twins that the boys are because they're identical, but they didn't share a placenta or a sac, means I have higher than a one in four chance of another set of twins. So that's, pretty high I think um yeah what else have we got um there are some I just can't answer because they're not about me um I would also love your strategies on pulling yourself out of feeling not enough that is really hard and you guys know I've had moments of really feeling not enough um my strategies for that Reconnect with yourself. And at the start of the podcast, I spoke about how important it is to do things that make you feel like you. That's a big one. Also, um, two podcast episodes ago, I spoke about intuition. Reconnecting with your intuition and your inner knowing is a big one. Building that little bit of confidence. um, Reminding yourself of who you are because it's really, really easy for us to forget to forget all of the things that we've done and achieved and overcome um, and been through, you know, like your girlfriends, your partner will be able to look at you and say, no, you've done X, Y, Z, but you forget these things. So just giving yourself a bit of a pep talk and reminding yourself of how far you've come or what you've been through or, or, you know, what you bring to other people. It's very hard for us to see ourselves through others' eyes But if you can try and do that, it can be really helpful. Um, What else have we got here? Oh, I like this question. It is, what would you put on your vision board now? I do love a good vision board and manifesting has definitely been on my mind lately and what I would put on a vision board. I'm going to update mine, but um, I would put some of the new branding On my vision board, which is another question. Yes, the podcast is going to get a facelift, but it's still a little, you know, a couple of weeks away just because of, you know, moving house and whatnot, all of that stuff. So I would definitely put some of the new branding on the vision board. I am getting really clear about what I want to create here with this podcast and also kind of an umbrella off the podcast as well, which I'm not going to talk about here, but I can see it. I can definitely see it. I would put something that represents health and fitness on my vision board, um, something that represents clarity and intuition because I really am just feeling such a pull to reconnect with my own inner knowing and alignment, friends. I would definitely put something on there that represents love. I really do want to be in love like I, I, I love love and have someone Who loves me as well? Um, I'd put something that represents holidays and adventures for sure and new beginnings. That's what would go on there right now just off the top of my brain. Um, What else? And also books. I'd really love to write a book. I really, really would. Um, Love the rawness and realness. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, What are some things you admire about yourself? oh, I admire about myself that no matter what, I always have a bit of hope. Like I always have a bit of hope and that doesn't mean hope that, you know, um, hope like it's hope for me as in I don't hope that, oh, someone else will turn around and say something different and that will change. I just always feel like, even when I'm really, really struggling, there is a slither um, of, yeah, a hope and faith that things are going to work out for me the way that they are meant to. So that's probably what I admire most about myself is even when I am struggling and things feel hard, I can always just, just see the light and just envision something better coming my way. Um... You have a calming voice to listen to. (laughs) Thank you. You should record meditations. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if my voice is calming. I find it intolerable to listen back, but thank you. Um, What books are you finding you relate to most during this stage in your life? Um, Heart Sick was a favorite, and I've interviewed Jesse Stevens. That episode will be up shortly. Love, love, love that book. I also am really, really enjoying the book Attached about attachment styles. Um, And there is another book that I picked up just from a local store near me and it is called Everything You Have Is Inside... Everything You Have or Everything You Want. I should run upstairs and get it. Um, I'll put it in the show notes for you. Something about everything you want is already inside you or something like that. And it's just got beautiful quotes. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and what else? Oh, I was gifted a copy of Ryan Holiday's book, which has 365 meditations. It's called The Daily Stoic. And I like that book as well. Is the planned rebrand slash vamp still on the cards? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It sure is. Um, how to deal with a narcissist. Have you ever had a close encounter? Yes. Yes. I have had three very close encounters with three definite narcissists. I shouldn't say definite because who am I? Who am I to say what's definite and what's not? What I perceive to be three narcissists in my life. Um, It's really, really hard. (laughs) There's an interview I did with Judith Orloff on empaths. And she talks about why empaths attract narcissists. And I found that comforting and reassuring. How to build confidence in myself and everyday life? Um, To build confidence, we need to build evidence. So what is it that you're lacking? Like what area in life are you lacking confidence in? Are you lacking confidence in your work life? So how can you build evidence? Is it by taking another course? Is it by speaking up in a meeting? Is it by taking on a project? Is it you know, by pushing yourself a little bit harder in your career? If it's building confidence in trying something new, the only way you can build evidence in that is by actually trying something new. So you can start small. It could be a new online course or it could be just going to a new coffee shop and speaking to, you know, some new people. We all have different levels of what's comfortable versus what's not comfortable for us. You know, for some people, it would be standing up and speaking to a thousand people would be just outside of their comfort zone, whereas for others, it could literally be going through the checkout at Coles and speaking to someone versus going through the self-checkout. So just the reason, like the only way to build confidence is to build some evidence and you can only build evidence by taking action. So take some action, but allow yourself to recognize even the smallest of actions what else um all right just skipping through some of them do you have regrets about telling your ex that you loved him and how he reacted would you do things differently next time you know what i would do differently is i would have said it sooner i bit my tongue for a really long time and my intuition was like say it say it say it and had i said it sooner um it would have ended sooner and not that 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 kind of sounded like I (laughs) it's kind of a hard one to really answer but um I don't have regrets in saying it because that's me like I am that sort of person and I all I can do is be me that's literally it um you mentioned rebranding in the past yes still happening I've addressed that one already um that's pretty much the gist of it. A lot of them are kind of just different iterations of those sorts of questions. Oh, there's one about gaslighted. Being gaslighted. Gaslit? Would that be the, the right tense? I have been gaslighted. How can I gain confidence again for being too trusting? I feel stupid. Oh, I want to give you a big hug. I want to give you a really big hug. I know how it feels to feel stupid. And feel like you've been gaslit. Um, look, I would suggest speaking with a counsellor or a therapist about this. I mean, obviously, I have no idea what, what's happened for you, how serious it is. But if you're feeling like you've been gaslit and you're feeling stupid for trusting, I would definitely recommend talking it out in a safe space. When you feel humiliated and you um, feel like you're questioning your intuition and trusting yourself, it's really hard. It really, really feels like a crack in your identity. And I can relate to that. But just know, you know, from from one woman to another, I would rather be the one that trusted and I would rather be the one, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like don't blame yourself for this. You would rather be the one that trusts And ends up going, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Versus holding back, maybe. Oh, I don't even know. This this probably isn't good advice. Go and speak to a therapist. (laughs) It's a hard one to answer. Fuck, I really cooked that one. Yeah. How can you gain confidence again for being too trusting? Tricky to answer. Gaining confidence, it's building evidence. That's what I'll come back to. Build evidence with little actions. Um, So... Yeah, little, you know, trusting people, letting people trust you in small ways to build up that evidence will eventually restore your confidence, in my opinion. I hope that's helpful. I don't know if it is, but I want to give you a big hug. Anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. As always, take a screenshot, tag me um, at Kylie Camps and I can pop it up on my Instagram stories as well. Definitely jump over to Nutra Organics, use that code KYLIE15, grab yourself a lover's latte and have a look at their other products as well because they've got such a great range of items over there, including lunch boxes and drink bottles and keep cups and resistance bands and that code KYLIE15 can be used across the website. Thank you for listening to the episode and I'll chat with you really soon.